Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalk Pod. I'm Andrew Sabo. I'm Dylan Weaver. This bit still hasn't changed, guys. Nope, we're we're sticking to it, folks. <laughs> sticking to our guns. I don't know why, but yeah. Oh well, you might as well. Today we're talking about Kidsboro, uh, part two. Yeah, it's off of the Truth Chronicles. I don't know album, or I don't know uh, album number or episode. Number. Truth Chronicles doesn't have an album number. We so that's about a that trick question. Uh, but it is track seven. Okay. Album six forty four of Odyssey overall. Okay. Okay. So interesting weirdly I, the i don't know if we talked about this last week mm-hmm. but the kidsboro episodes are the only episodes off the truth chronicles that have numbers okay because they only give those to episodes that air and none of the and other ones this, air yeah so these so are the only ones have, that actually count towards the overall total yeah interesting so whatever the total number of odyssey is in addition to all the other weird offshoots you can add you can always add Did they add, like, nine. passages and stuff like that? Passages did all air, and they are all numbered. Okay. Weirdly. <laughs> but, and I don't know what they do with club episodes. I assume those I don't like, count. What? They wouldn't count. Interesting. But they, yeah, because those are, I don't know how they would count them. I mean, they come out once a month. Like, that's such yeah. a, like, like, where would you put them in order-wise? Mm, uh, hey. Uh, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what Dylan. I don't have answers. Yeah. Uh, do we have any context for this episode? Um. Uh. Same as the last one and the next one is written directed by Marshall Younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, aired May thirty first, two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Week before the previous one. Week. No. Week, week after, after the previous, previous one. one. Week before the next one. Yeah. Uh, and came out simultaneously on podcast. Um, and we do get one new character, which is this Valerie. episode. In Valerie Swanson, uh, sister to Nelson Swanson. Yeah. Uh, Older sister. Yes. Has appeared in nine episodes to date. Okay. Um, and has been... So in these episodes, she's played by Rochelle Greenwood. Okay. Um, and then she is played by two different actresses in Sense future that. episodes. Jeez. Yep. So... I think that's some sort of record other than, like, wit, but... Yeah, I mean, three actresses in nine episodes is pretty impressive. Yeah. But, but yeah, um, Rochelle Greenwood is like a, a bit player on TV. She does one-off episodes of stuff like Monk and Bones and How to Get Away with Murder, The X Files, like Grey's Anatomy. She probably okay. like she she just comes in and does yeah, and does an episode here or there, um, and then occasionally does more than that. Um, Notably, recently, she was in three episodes of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, okay. Um, playing a character named Shirley Jackson. All right. Well, there so, you go. So that's that's the context. Now here's the promo. There's a promo for this one. Yeah. All three of these episodes have their own promo. He says, assuming that the third one has its own promo. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were really, like, putting effort into a lot of effort into selling these three episodes yeah and in turn the books yeah um it's interesting though like we haven't really talked about this but with as far as my understanding is and obviously listeners call us out if i'm wrong on this but these episodes so these episodes introduce characters some of which continue out throughout odyssey mm-hmm. Kidsboro spawns a book series but i think out of these three episodes Kidsboro is not mentioned again 
Like it's, it's not like a Wonder World style thing where, where it keeps coming, coming up. up. Yeah, I've heard it mentioned offhand. Okay, I in was gonna like say, a later episode, but it, I it remember might be hearing on something it. else in the Truth Chronicles. I forget. Yeah, if like I remember hearing about it okay. and being like, "Oh, that's weird," because this feels so isolated that it would come up again is so interesting. It might yeah. be on the Truth Chronicles, but it might not be though. It might be. Yeah, like, now I'm canon. And now I'm scrubbing the, uh, the the wiki, the wiki, seeing if anybody has, if there's records of that sort of thing being mentioned. Cause yeah, I I don't know. But yeah, anyways, on with you know those those things out of the way, we'll actually play the play the promo. On the next special edition of Adventures in Odyssey, it's Kidsboro, the only town completely run by kids. I'm suing you. What court? You don't have a court system? Then you better get one, or Kidsboro is going down fast. Will Kidsboro be able to withstand the litigation lunacy? Find out on the next Adventures in Odyssey. What? That <laughs> Litigation the, lunacy. That is one of the weirdest promos we've had in a bit. Yeah, it's Tends been like a little the while. Random rat. I, I like, <laughs> like, whatever that was. I like the, uh, I like this, this uh, patriotic music to, to yeah. bring us out. Yeah, and the like kind of home shopping network talk that we got. Yeah, I, I really like. I wonder what these other episodes with Valerie in them are like because her voice is so distinct. Yeah. Yeah. I like they do they try to sound like the Valerie at the Truth Chronicles? I don't know. I mean for for her being in you know two episodes here. Or uh, is she anywhere else on the Truth Chronicles? No. Oh. And she's also like it's only this episode and the next one where she is played by Rochelle Greenwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, that's kind that's of a bummer because I like uh, her. Yeah, that's seven episodes of split between two different actors. Yeah, I think there's one actress who plays her one time. Uh, and okay. then another one who's done it for six episodes. Okay. And okay. she's there. she's got episodes in like the 800 range. Like this has been yeah, she's a, a she's character a that they've character. kept thank goodness um, in the universe yeah very very important yeah. the the, the, the bratty george character bratty spoiled older sister who's, yeah yeah not at all a stereotype um nope so this episode picks up right where the last one left off like yep. immediately like yeah yeah and yep. just jumping right into it um and it's pete and ryan cummings correct yeah um and <laughs> my note yeah, is it's so sorry Go for it. It's so funny that Pete doesn't get a last name. No. No, he doesn't. It's Ryan Cummings, Alice, they something. They all have last they? names. Except for Pete. Except for Pete. I don't know. Did I talk about this last time that he sounds like Pat Oswald? I don't think so, no. He sounds like <laughs> Ratatouille. If next oh. time you listen to it, listen to okay, it. Okay, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, make, that Pat Oswald. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's very odd for me because That's I can't not funny. imagine Remy... Right. Being the character that this is because <laughs> audio medium. <laughs> and That's um, funny. They're, they're talking. Um, he comes in talking about an official document. They're the Kidsboro Constitution. 
Um, yeah, he see his his question is he wants to know how many people have to die before he, he becomes, becomes leader. Yeah, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Designated survivor, anybody? <laughs> that's uh, uh, that's that's a full television show. <laughs> yeah, canceled by NBC, picked up by Netflix. Was it really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Third season's a Netflix exclusive. Second, first season's good. Second season's bad. Haven't touched the third one. I have fear. Maybe maybe it's better. Probably not though. Back on it. Um <laughs> Pete, yeah, like he's looking for the uh constitution and it's on sticky notes and yep. we get some very colorful voice acting from him of yeah. like him freaking out about uh you know, it being on sticky notes. It can't be written on sticky notes. That and, that's um, sticky notes? notes? Yeah. Like it is yeah, it's a very <laughs> like disgusted he's like we need a proper document and uh can you tell i've listened to these a bunch um and he me too man yeah i i i love pete as a character i think he's hilarious yeah uh but anyway he's a good addition to like the 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 founding fathers and mothers this day yeah as they are referred to they um so the scene ends with him agreeing to uh, draw up a proper document as his civic duty he asked to get paid and they said they don't have money for that and he said it's you know i'll do it as my civic duty and then he goes out on a uh, on a triumphant hail kidsboro with um some yep. patriotic music which yeah. did not recognize as kind nazi-esque as a child <laughs> but now i'm like okay you're you're coming yes <laughs> oh but yeah i i i like the fact that it's on sticky notes though like yeah uh ryan makes the comment of like yeah well we've just kind of been dealing with issues as they come up and just like writing stuff down like there's no way to yeah to make a proper document yep and but but pete wants it feels very strongly about that yeah that there needs to be and tries to um he, he tries to get it as a job and then yeah. decides to volunteer yeah um it's real good. And then we get uh Ryan and Nelson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so they're he's going Ryan goes over to Nelson to let him know, Hey, we've got another house for you, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. And then the um Because he was fumigated last last yeah. episode. Yeah, exactly. 'Cause and and he's like, Well actually, like I, I came up with a a chemical mixture that counteracts the stink bombs. Which is um baking soda? Presumably, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's definitely it's liquid. Yeah, it's a liquid because it it stains. What, what's, what's that gonna be? I mean, I you know I've tried everything in the book to get like soccer wet soccer cleat smell out of bags and stuff, and nothing really works. Well, I think, and spoiler alert, this this concoction or whatever of the stink mm-hmm. was made with an antidote already in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So yeah. it's not like he's trying to counteract general smells. Mm-hmm. He made something that cancels out yeah. a thing he also made. Yeah. He's cutting people and already has the band-aids already. It's right. Sort of yes. situation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he eradicates the odor. Um, Ryan gets you know super happy about it. And uh, this is when they get notified that two more houses are hit with, with said stink bombs. Yep. And uh, I believe it's Pete Pete's house as well, right? Yep, Pete's and then Valerie's. Yeah, 
and Valerie's the new kid. Uh, she's older, like I presumably like if yeah, these guys I think are in she middle is school. Older than Nelson, but I don't. I'm gonna look it up. I feel like she's. Like, I feel like she's old 8th grade and Nelson's young 7th grade, if that makes any sense. Because yeah, the, I don't uh, think they're twins. No, the wiki does not does not clarify. There's also, it, generally speaking, Odyssey doesn't, like, put Grades super... Oh, okay, Valerie is his older sister. Yeah. Um, but, the, yeah, it's... It's kind of this idea of, like, it's a small town. Like, all the kids kind of hang out yeah. regardless of their age differences and whatnot. Like that's, Yes. And that's, that's very not Odyssey a, thing. Yeah. Um, so, two more two more houses are hit. One of them's Valerie's. Valerie is, as we mentioned, the quintessential, like, bratty, spoiled, um, you know, pretty girl. Yep. Probably has a pink pencil case. And yeah. Ryan Ryan straight out refers to her as the prettiest girl in school. Yeah, which um interesting. I know. I was like is this is this planting seeds but then they also like hate, hate each, each other, other violently. Um but he's like, "Ah, she's the prettiest girl." Like even his voice yeah. sounds kind of like hmm. like he's like impressed by it, but yeah. then he's like actually has yeah. disdain for her in the rest. So it's oh, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> There, there are so many people that I'm like, wow, if you were not as attractive as you are, you would not be able to get away with this. <laughs> and you're one of them. Yeah, amen. I mean, I'll tell you what, this uh, this body doesn't come easy, and I am reaping the benefits. I get all kinds of free ice cream. and uh, <laughs> Which I, is a counteraction to yeah, yeah. the, oh, the yeah. body looking good. That's just called sabotage. Yeah, that's mean. I got... Never mind. Now's not the time for that. <laughs> I've been, I've been the bif- beneficiary and also the detriment of that scale many times. Okay. Of uh, that that phenomena for another for another episode, perhaps a, a late night story time episode of the Wad Fam Chalk. <laughs> we can tell like campfire stories. Or, I can talk about all the times. That hey, happened. that sounds like a great episode for the Andrew Sabo podcast. There you go. Yeah, if that was a thing that exists. I told I told some of my classmates because one of my classmates is a pastor's kid. And I told him about the the Wad Fam chalk pot, and he was like, "Interesting." <laughs> and I'm like, "Another listener, <laughs> <laughs> gotta get them plays." Shot him out if he's. I love you, Aiden. There we go. Uh, new new potential listener, Aiden. Yeah, um, we don't even know. He's like a prospect, <laughs> grooming him. Um, oh man, we are doing great. <laughs> so so good. Hey, dude, it's a light episode. We're just gonna play it real loose. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, after the the like very down to business last couple we've had. Yeah, we we, we can use a joke. I can, you want. I can get um, it loose. So yeah, with this whole these new stink bombs and whatever, Nelson continues to accuse the bro- bones of wrath, um, which. Uh, <laughs> what? The, so they go off of the monologue saying that it's led by Rodney Rathbone. Yep. Meaning Rodney is a 40-year-old man <laughs> with a bunch of angsty middle schoolers. He's not 40. I mean, if we're going by real time, not 40. No, he's, he's like he's not even early 40, 20s. But yes. And um, I don't know if this least. is still the case, but the wiki does note this as like the last time the bones of wrath are mentioned. Thank goodness. <laughs> they should because... not be mentioned again. Yeah. And I think 
and probably they ditch that when they hit the new um new it right when they get the new wit when they kind of do that soft reboot we've been talking about yeah i imagine that's also when they stop making reference to rodney and the bones of wrath which as we've talked about previously is a brilliant name yes oh yes far far too good yeah um for rodney to have come up with it's oh man and then i just i i uh ryan's little monologue he says because we do continue to get like narration and stuff from him which i like a lot Mm -hmm. but he he's like um you know they're they're a band of delinquents or as delinquent as you can can get get in odyssey Odyssey. which is a really great acknowledgement of the fact that they steal people's tokens that kind of thing (laughs) they call people popsicle yep yeah popsicle kid Oh, Popsicle Cabrera, the weirdest kid in town. <laughs> wow. I don't think I've ever heard your voice that high. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, I hope it stays in for the listener's sake. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and so we get we get some... Yeah, they, they're blamed for it, and they're basically then kind of... Their attention shifts towards Nelson because Nelson has the, the anecdote. He has the... The smell eradicator um and this is when valerie kind of first makes her way on the scene being like i need some of this stuff you know like the government should pay for it because you know it's safety and because then nelson nelson is trying to make money off of it and he's like okay well yeah you can you can buy some off nelson and they're like no i'm not gonna buy it yeah um which i maybe i shouldn't think so much about the currency of Kidsboro, but as far as like a forty dollar lawsuit putting them in debt as a town, yeah, I I don't understand. Well, like, and <laughs> also there's a weird thing this through this episode with they're talking all in like the Kidsboro currency, yeah. But Valerie's talking about the fact that her shirt cost forty dollars. Did it cost 40 U.S. dollars? Did it cost 40 Kidsboro equivalent? Because they end up paying her 40 Kidsboro dollars is the transaction even? In which case, like... What is their tax rate? And why are they, like, why not just use Mm, real money then? Yeah, why not use real dollars? It's, yeah. Yeah, I don't even... uh... I guess it has to be separate so they can't use that. But that is, that is the exchange rate where I was, like, really questioning as to how, like, 30 people paying taxes only comes out to, like, what they say, like, 30-something dollars. Which is yeah. not Yeah, they, they, and I guess like, 28 money, and some but, cents. But, yeah. but, yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. But the So the whole thing here is that Valerie wants to mm-hmm. – wants the government to pay for the air freshener. Yeah like you would like the military yeah um it's kind of the thing they make and they decide yeah sure like we'll Mm -hmm. we'll do that um nelson Nelson gets his like contract to work for the government and yeah and then uh what we our next scene is is valerie coming in all upset right yeah her so the the air freshener that that um nelson developed uh, she then spilled on her pink shirt mm-hmm. um, and decided to sue the government. Because, Basically, yeah. Because, because it, it 
like, yeah, she spent $40 on her favorite pink shirt, and it's... It's a stain that she specifies won't come out. Yeah. It's a stain that's not going to come out, and the government put these things in in the buildings, so, like, it's on them. Yeah. Um, she also... Um, Ryan makes some comment about fashion. She's like, oh, like, you'd know fashion, yeah, she, Ryan. You're wearing, wearing $4, $4 jeans pants. or pants or whatever. And I was like, you know what? If I could get pants for $4, $4 oh my I would gosh. have so many pants. I mean, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think maybe like, Goodwill, but definitely not nice pants. Yeah. and Which, I mean, I guess maybe the implication is that they're not nice. But, like, but if I could like get wearable? pants that fit for $4. Yeah. Oh, my like, gosh, yeah. Dude, sign Does me up. Does not matter. I was at Target yesterday, and I am upset because my, like, a pack of two socks for me is, like, $15 if it's anything other than Peds. Like, if if you, if I want cute socks that have a platypus on them or something like that, mm-hmm. it's 15 bucks for two pairs. And then literally right across the aisle is the girl's socks, and it's 150 for a three-pack of way cooler socks. Yeah. Buy girl socks, man. I totally will. There was a pack that came with leggings, and I was so seriously considering Dude, getting it. <laughs> why not? There's not enough reasons as to why not, <laughs> and I should have them, but I don't. All right, well, um, you can go back to Target. Um, yeah, yeah, I can. Use my right, mad we'll, we'll, money. We'll do, we'll do a trip after the pot. <laughs> yeah, we gotta wait. We gotta wait on getting the uh, OA club so I can buy some leggings. <laughs> I need to designate uh, my finances. Pu- pure comfort. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> So, so yeah, so they end up, they're going to have a trial. Mm-hmm. Um, to we didn't have a judicial, a judicial system. Correct. Um, so they have Alice as the judge, mm-hmm. um, and then Valerie's fighting with yeah. Ryan over this. Ryan's representing the state. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, she is playing everything up very mm-hmm. dramatically. There, um, there's a... The thing that this um, narration from Ryan does is it sets the scene very well. Oh yeah, like this throughout about, like, this the whole buzz series. around the town, yeah. like it's the most most exciting. You know, it's the of the trial of the century, or maybe the week, maybe the week. And I was like, how many trials do you guys have? Like, what are you expecting more? <laughs> Probably not great, but um, and then yeah, but even just this whole like, uh, the way that he's reacting to it is very. Like, it's conveyed very well via this narration. Um, And so, like you were saying, so Valerie gets on the stand and she's playing it up. She's like, you know, imagine this with me. You're, you know, the the cutest guy in school asked you to go with the football game with him. You get all dressed up. You're going to show him off to all your friends. And then he's painted his face blue and white which now we know canon for the odyssey owls our colors are blue and white uh but she says he's from a school across town oh oh you're right so maybe the connellsville cougars i don't know what these teams are that's canon now that's Um, okay the the odenton odenton ogres (laughs) (laughs) odenton is like onions it has layers (laughs) <laughs> isn't odenton like the bad part of town uh odenton's no odenton's that's oswald the, heights oswald heights why is everything in O? odyssey odenton oswald heights yeah uh, i don't know 
Come on, Andrew. It's, fix, an, fix it's it. a hard vowel to start words with. <laughs> like, what? I don't know. There's only so many things you can do with that. Anyway. Uh, with that vowel, come on now. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing great. Um, Odenton Ogres. Oh, the Odenton Ogres. And they're Buy your Odenton Ogres shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Odenton Ogres, top notch. They have a really good volleyball team, which is kind of confusing, but, you know. Um, yeah, so she's she's playing this up. Oh, man. Valerie's playing this up, and uh, he's painted it blue and white. You're mortified. You go under the bleachers, and and you weep for what could have been. (laughs) Choking back tears is truly a stunning performance. And Alice is just kind of, like, getting tired of it. She is such a good judge. She is a really good judge. Like, that is... I am... That was the best thing. And so kind of the whole thing throughout this is Ryan thinks all of this is stupid and so he just like Doesn't he hasn't care. put any effort into it he's yeah. like there's no like reason that this should be happening yeah um and then whereas... his, well his his thing is more the financial side of it where he's like you know do you want your hard-working tax dollars to go to valerie you know we won't be able to afford the programs that we want to do the community center are you willing to give up first-class ping-pong tables for yep. Valerie's stain uh, is a pretty good line that he has. Yeah. And, you know, it's a valid point, but it seems incredibly casual and, like, this is this is all a sham. Right. Like, he hasn't, he hasn't given this... Yeah, because he doesn't think this is worth his time. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of shows, shows on, on the other hand. Goofy. Yeah. And, oh, and Nelson goes up on the stand and Valerie... Mm-hmm bullies him a little bit she she at one point he says you know he says to valerie if you you lose you're probably gonna staple staple me to my my bedroom bedroom wall which which is is hilarious is that using a staple gun is that using like a i think a hand staple yeah a hand staple and then under her breath she says yeah i will yeah and and alice is like no threats in this courthouse unless they come from me i I have a mallet mallet. it's so good i yeah. I have a metal meat mallet at home. It's like not, it's oh, not wooden wow. or anything like that. So whenever yeah. somebody says they have a mallet, like that's what I think of. That's, that's a serious it's weapon a, there, Andrew. It's a powerful image. Um, but, but, and then, and then she asks if Ryan wants to cross-examine. And he's like, no, no. like this, like, yeah. yeah, this doesn't matter. This shouldn't be happening. This like, who cares? Yeah. Um, and so Alice ends up, you know, going to confer with herself and come yeah. back and be like, Look, like Valerie, you're a horrible person, but yeah, you the you government needs point. to pay for this. Like you didn't do a good job. Yeah, you didn't um, do a good job, and you also didn't argue your point. Like you didn't argue your defense well enough. It was basically like, yeah, he didn't say that they weren't wrong. He said that we shouldn't have to pay for it. Like, yep, which is a terrible defense. Yes, I agree. Um, so yeah, that's and. And so he's devastated, like Pete's freaking out because he, he mentioned before that's like the government cannot afford a forty dollar lawsuit. As we stated, forty dollars is the amount of the suit, it's for the new shirt. Um, and so yeah, and and Alice, like I said, she's a really good judge. Uh and now Ryan this is this kind of disgraced leader. 
Um, and she's talking to, or Ryan's talking to Jill afterwards about the piece that he, or that she wrote about the trial. And apparently she called, um, she called Ryan, she said, uh, he looked like a flounder that had just been hooked on the fishing line of incompetency, which I know. is was the best. And he's like, I... did you really have to call me that? And she's like, I'm big with metaphors. <laughs> yep. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, which Very that mean. is a simile, but yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the only reason I even bring that up is because it's a note on the AIO wiki, which oh. is hilarious because, you know. AIO wiki is run by homeschoolers. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so it's like, of yeah. course, they're pointing out that that's that the is K-12 a curriculum coming not, out there, guys. <laughs> not, a, not a metaphor. And I just, yeah, I thought it was amusing. Oh, um, yeah. Anyways. Uh, it's the, real good, though. So they're trying to figure out how to pay for this. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. can we raise taxes again? And they're like, no, like people are going to revolt. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, oh, what we missed, what we missed was after. Um, after talking to Jill about that, Jill brings up the fact that she thinks that it was an inside That's job. That's later, actually. That's mm. after the end of this meeting. Because oh, they, oh, they okay. first decide that everyone in the government is going to work for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan's yeah, yeah. like, you know what? Like, I'm willing to do this, mm-hmm. um, go without salaries so that the, so we can survive. Yeah. Um, and, and they all kind of one by one jump in mm-hmm. and say that except for i mean jill doesn't have a government job yeah so she's I, just a founding father yeah her mother, mother. um i want to assume gender <laughs> um anyway so then afterwards jill approaches ryan and is like look i think this was an inside job think about like yeah the bones of wrath like yeah they would have just made us they would have just like thrown Throwing a stink it. bomb they wouldn't have like come up with this elaborate chemical mm-hmm. thing that was like very well made the she's cans were examining, really nut, neatly cut and stuff yeah she's been examining what uh one that alice gave her and she's mm-hmm. like it just doesn't add up like i yeah. think someone within Kidsboro did this um, yeah, and then um, and then we get another Ryan monologue where he's talking about like, well, you know, it's kind of concerning that somebody in this own town would like do it. Like, it, it feels strange to be kind of like wondering who amongst us is the betrayer. Yeah, and doing all this kind of harm. Yeah, um, and then uh, somebody Pete, somebody super glues Pete's door shut. Yep, which. Another, I, I love Pete. Pete is the best part of this series. I will say it now. I said it before. I'll say it again. He's yeah. amazing. It's just like a, like somebody super glued my door shut. I'm just, I'm trying to imagine the circumstance in which a wooden door on a shed yeah. is like being held shut by super glue and you can't open it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that they're like, they're kids. They're not yeah. actually like, it's really funny to be strong, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I figured Alice would like know the pressure point on a door and be able to kick it in or something from a YouTube video she watched <laughs> next to how yeah. to swat roll and pin people up against a wall. <laughs> um, uh, but then, um, yeah. And so Valerie shows up and she's like, Oh no, like what? what's happened here yeah. and gets like very like maniacal yeah. and just like her tone of voice. She's so well performed. Yeah. Like, I love her. And she's basically like, look like all this is happening under your watch, Ryan. Like maybe you're, you're not competent. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you're, you're not good for this. And then she says like, Kidsboro is mine. Yep. And it's like the maniacal laughter. Uh-huh. Bit. I'm like, 
oh my lord like uh-huh. i get that you're a caricature but wow yeah she just became yeah. dr doofenshmirtz from phineas <laughs> and ferb like i will rule the tri-state area <laughs> yeah no that that's that's fair um oh yeah it, it's a it's it's rough so basically because and again with the monologues it's, it's hard to, to note it but it is noted that like the attacks had stopped after we had given the mixture so after you know we talked about nelson getting employed everybody getting the mixture the attack stops valerie spills her stuff on herself the government gets sued um that trial ends then pete's door is glued shut and they're shocked because they thought that the threat had gone away right um right oh and that was part of jill's thing as well yeah was that all of the um after they put out the the neutralizer or whatever Mm -hmm. that nelson whipped up there weren't any more attacks. It wasn't like somebody. So they. So she's like, it must have been someone within Kidsboro because they knew to stop when we like had out. a solution. Yeah. And then, um, so Pete's doors glued shut. They thought he was away. He's back now. Um, Valerie is terrifying. And then we get a meeting between Ryan and Nelson. Yeah, in he, he goes to house. Nelson's house. Um, house. I guess no, his actual house. Oh, he makes that house. comment where he's like, where he's like, oh, like we've been spending so much time in Kidsboro, it's weird mm-hmm. to like be yeah, at sure, your house. Sure. Um, and so, and so, yeah, he um, he sees these half bottles in the trash can there, mm-hmm. um, in or the recycling, and he's like, those look like the other half of the ones at Kidsboro. Like, yeah. May, like, I'm going to take all of those and, like, if even one of them matches and Nelson's like, look, you don't have to do that. Like, it was me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Comes clean and just explains, like, he, his business was not being, it was not at all successful. He yeah. felt like an outcast. Yeah, he felt like he didn't fit in. Um, and so, yeah, he did this so that he would have a reason to have a purpose yeah exactly which makes kind of sense yeah and and ryan's like understands and is is a really good friend here and he's like Mm -hmm. come on like you had great ideas like you just had to wait for them to catch on yeah his solar powered air conditioner like it's gonna get hot out like those things are gonna sell like crazy um which in his defense boy that's an excellent idea (laughs) solar powered air conditioners were great automatic rakes would be huge in the woods in the you know in the fall right yeah all of that stuff so like he's got yeah he he, there's definitely potential future Mm -hmm. and then he also confesses to super gluing pete's door door. yeah um which yeah of course Mm -hmm. but ryan seems very caught off guard by it i was like oh did you not think the vandalism was linked yeah that's kind of weird yeah um but it's basically like he he's got this whole plan to create terror in the town so that people buy stuff the they want they give the government taxes they're like willing to pay the taxes to for protection then ryan gets to put a stop to it and once again he's on top Mm -hmm. um you don't you kind of quash the whole valerie thing like all of this stuff um and basically yeah he nelson offers a cover-up to to ryan ryan's like very against it at first and then he's like well 
you know, the attacks will stop. The, you know, Valerie will shut up and Nelson can stay in the city government because if he right. were to get caught, he would be kicked out. He might yeah, even be kicked might, out of town. Exactly. Um, and then Ryan will be the hero. He can raise taxes. Nobody will question it, yep. you know, and they'll be able to, the, the government will be able to recover from the lawsuit and function even better than it had before. And yeah. so the episode goes on, goes out on yep. Ryan saying, okay, and like sighing and like, what's your plan? Yep. And that's, that's where it ends. I think something that's interesting that this show does or like these episodes do well, in my opinion, is kind of coming at a lot of this government stuff more or less even handedly. Like it doesn't seem like, oh, these like the people on this side are doing stuff that's like incredibly like like the whole paying for the like government to supply the stink bomb neutralizers, like all that mm-hmm. stuff is like it doesn't. Like, the show doesn't feel like it's coming down on, like, that was the wrong decision. And, like, yeah. this is the way you're supposed to do it and and whatever. Like, it seems like it's doing it kind of even-handedly, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, but not at all their intention. No, no, no. Because, uh, allow me to uh, ask you the um, some Dis- of the discussion questions. Oh, okay. Of which there there are seven. Wow. Um that is and and we're going to we're going to kind of just blow through these but like I think it's really interesting to see how the mm. creators of the show are viewing like what le- because we don't get like the crisp wrap up of yeah. like these are the lessons you're supposed to be learned. These discussion questions show you what, what lessons you were supposed to be taking to away be from it. So it starts off with uh, question number 1. God God invented nations and what we call the state or the government. What is the purpose of the government? Listen, I know that I'm an outlier here, but no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 Andrew, there was no government before God. Yeah. I mean, heck yeah. Technically correct in that there were no humans before God. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, and God made us and we made governments. So. I mean, yeah, there is what it's in it's in romans like the all governments are like god like god's placed those people in in places of leadership or whatever like some of that stuff but yeah but that's for (laughs) respecting authority and not killing caesar for killing your friends right yeah less so of the whole like ah did god place hitler in power he was in government like mm yeah Depends on how you read the Bible, I guess. Yep, it depends on how um, hands-on you think God is. With everything. <laughs> yep. Um, um, okay, question, question number, number two. two. In order to punish evil, a government must have laws. Where should people look for guidance when creating laws? The library? The answer is obviously the Bible, uh, yeah. Andrew. <laughs> um, because the, the, the part second part of this question is did america's founding fathers use the bible to establish laws no kind of not no i mean actually kind of not really because i mean it's in the freaking uh uh, constitution that there should not be a state religion correct so Uh if they did they shouldn't have (laughs) (laughs) um i'm skipping question three because it's 
meh, whatever. Uh, question four. Um, oh, uh, Ryan and Nelson were in the government of Kidsborough, but they found themselves in difficult situations, even doing wrong things for what they hoped were good reasons. Is it ever right to do wrong, even if you mean well? No. Yeah. No, you're correct. That's a good one. Uh-huh. What happens if the government behaves that way? Oh, uh, don't legalize abortion, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. All I, right. He, uh, I'm skipping question five, even though... Oh, no, I gotta do question five. I'm sorry. Six and seven are the ones I want to hit on the most, but, like, there's too much good stuff okay. in here. All right. What are the consequences when a government drifts away from the principles found in the Bible? Which principles? I guess Hiroshima? Like, you get blown <laughs> up by nukes? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, see, this is, this is an interesting thing in that focus on the family, very nationalistic, mm-hmm. um, very pro-military, all mm-hmm. of those things. Yeah. Um, is the Bible pro-military or is the Bible more pacifist? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, if if you want to get get real with it, the first generation of Christians, the people that like actually responded to the message of Jesus Christ, were pacifists. And um, actually, just learned this today. The Roman soldiers that were like functioning under Caesar, if they became Christians, they could still be soldiers, but they could not kill anybody. Interesting. And that was just. And that was just normal. Like, of course you're a Christian. You're like, of course you're a pacifist. You're a Christian. Like that's, yep. that was, that's how it was. Like, cause blessed are the peacemakers. They, you know, mm. they are, shall be called children of God. And, yeah. uh, then Constantine came along and screwed everything up forever. <laughs> cause he was yeah. like, Christian nation will kill people. Uh. Yeah. Screw you, Constantine. <laughs> Not enough people are willing to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, screw you, Constantine. <laughs> you really you really done goofed it here. Uh, all right. Here, here's question six, which I think is where we... Seven, six and seven really bring home what this episode is supposed to be about. Oh, no. Should the government decide what schools teach? What? That's not even <laughs> talked about. <laughs> That's what we call the bait school. and switch. Yeah. <laughs> Should governments decide what schools teach? Yes, kind of. I mean, they're public I, schools. They're publicly funded, so yep. yes. I, I, if you I, don't like what they're deciding, I then agree. vote different people who, into office. Yeah. Who would you like to decide what schools should teach? Because if you just leave it up to the teachers, that's crazy. Bad. Like, you need to have standardization. Yeah. Um, should the government take care of the poor? Or is that someone else's responsibility? Oh, <laughs> the, no. That's question six. That's, uh, that's uh, six, six B. Six B. Is that somebody? That's the church's responsibility. Yes, and. <laughs> and you know what? Statistically. The church isn't that great at it. Nope. We do do a lot of charity work. We don't take care of poor people well. No. So, yeah. It, the government needs to fill needs. Yeah, like, meet the needs. Yeah. Secure um, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. First being life. But thank goodness people can't get like health care if they need it. Because 
that's messed up. Yeah, no kidding. I've been, I, oh, yeah. I mean, learning, like, working at the hospital now, like, now I know all the nitty-gritty and stuff, like, what you're allowed to do to people for free and what you can't do if they don't have insurance, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's very sad. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Is it the government's job to decide if parents are being good parents? What? That's not at all what this episode was about. No, it is not. Is it the government's job to decide if parents are being good parents? Only if they're being abusive. Right. Like, like, like mandated reporting right. well, is a well, thing. That's, this is the thing, is I don't know what the question is if it's not about abuse. Yeah. Because... Yeah. I think Focus's opinion is no, that's not the government's job. Yeah. But on what the government doesn't really intercede with parenting. on issues other than abuse. Yeah, or uh like a and they don't like to do this, but like they will take your, you know, your kids away from you and put them in the foster care system if you prove to be an like incapable and inadequate caretaker. Correct. Meaning Which like is... they don't eat right ever right like not just you're poor like they don't eat yeah it's like who who would you want to make those decisions if not the government i don't that question i was just like oh boy wow Um, that took such a like a not what this episode was about Uh uh-huh and then and then this this one this one's the most telling uh like legitimately not not just as a joke like the last one was uh this is question seven. The citizens of Kidsborough didn't want to pay for Nelson's smell neutralizer, so they asked the government to pay for it. The government then had to raise taxes, so the citizens still had to pay for the neutralizers, but now they couldn't decide if they didn't want to buy it in the first place. Do you think this is right for the government to do? Wow! <laughs> wow, this just got... The, this episode is not taxes are bad. In no way is the episode, the taxes are bad. But that is, I mean... Clearly what they're saying. That is the... Whether or not you and I, listening to the episode, come away with that, that is the intention of this episode. Is that taxes are bad. Is that taxes are bad. And it's... I think it's so funny that it has this whole, like, three, four-sentence paragraph and then ends with, like, do you think this is right when they've so clearly telegraphed that the correct answer is no? no. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. It's yeah. like, so the citizens had to pay for them even though they didn't get to decide. Yeah. You know, yeah, now that's, they don't that's even... just a step closer to communism. Kidsborough is turning into a communist. Get, get rid of the reds. Filthy de- Democrats. Get out of here. <laughs> like... Uh, it's boy and like i can firmly say that like i never thought like taxes in this episode aren't even painted in a bad light it's all about hey we're building a community center which is a thing that the community should have and everybody benefits from and it's it's tough too because and the government gave up their money instead of raising taxes like yeah (laughs) and in that same exact scene that they're referencing they make the comparison of, well, like, putting these things out there to prevent stuff is like having a military. Yeah. And we know their stance is, go good, military, good, yeah, good, but good they're also the in the stance of, the stink bomb tax was, like, unjust. We need a rival town of atheist Kidsboro neighbors that we can attack. Then we can raise taxes. <laughs> Gotta get them. Ooh, oh, man. what if they're Muslim? We can really get them. 
Deus Volt. So yeah, the questions are, you know, do you think this is right for the government to do? Sure. Was it logical? Yeah. Yeah. Whose job is it to replace the things that the criminals break? Insurance companies, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> do they have insurance in Kidsboro? Is there... Yeah, yeah, apparently not. Um, it's just, yeah, it's... That is interesting. Thank you yeah. for bringing that to yeah, light. Yeah, that is different. Yeah, uh, occasionally, occasionally these questions I find interesting, incredibly and noteworthy. We had like a shorter episode, anyways, because it was yeah. kind of plot recappy. So yeah. I was like, you know what? We're gonna dig in on these questions because there's a lot there. They there raise so interesting questions there. and really, really show their hand. Yeah, yeah. And those are the ones that are like in the album, right? Like those are the ones that. Um, like, are in, like, the pamphlet, right? Yeah, I think all of the Truth Chronicles episodes have these extended questions questions that were in, like, a booklet that came with the album. Fairly curriculum-based, yeah. Right, because it's this whole thing of being, of, like, it's tied to this curriculum that they're doing and whatnot. And About these absolute are, truth, and the absolute right. truth is that taxes are bad. Yeah, well, and these are episodes... Even though this is always kind of the point of Odyssey, these episodes, Truth Chronicles in particular, is like, listen to these with your kids and, like, talk through the theology. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's kind of the point. Well, there's, like, the, I mean, there's an evolution episode that, like, heavily shaped what I thought about evolution for a real long time. Yeah. Thanks a lot, folks on the family. Yeah. And I've never listened to that episode. Yeah. Because the only Truth Chronicles I know are kids burrow. Screw you, Constantine. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, All right. Uh, any final thoughts? No. I mean, I'm I can't wait to talk about next week's episode. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, see how it, nice see conclusion. How um, or pseudo conclusion, because you know there are books, but yeah. Um, yeah. Anything to promote this week? Anything to plug? Yeah. Uh, so so I want to promote a. Uh, uh, playlist i've put together it's called uh midsummer nights um it's the uh follow-up to my bittersweet summer playlist um and yeah i don't know it's uh it's kind of i don't know it's on spotify we'll we'll put a link below um it's a lot of the music i like Mm -hmm. kind of put together as though it was more of a concept album even though it's a playlist i don't know that's no no no, i like that's that's kind of become like the way i enjoy making music or curating music these days or whatever because yeah i don't I actually think... have the skill to make music but i can you can put it together, together so it sounds nice yeah that makes sense no i get that a lot um yeah i don't i don't really have anything anything to promote this week yeah andrew andrew has no plugs i did what yeah. what a shocker yeah i know it's turns yeah, out it's college gonna... is busy yeah freaking oh my lord yep no, that's that's fair. Um, all right, uh, we'll, we'll we'll be back in a week. Yeah, talking about uh, episode six forty five, Kidsboro Part Three. Bye, guys. Screw you, Constantine. Bye. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. 
follow the podcast at wadfamchalkpod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at wadfamchalkpod at gmail.com. Episode 45, Kidsboro Part 2, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wadfam Chalkpod. Pod.